Welcome back to Unbalanced Podcast Radio. You're home for unscripted, transparent, relevant, and relatable truth. You guys, it is season two. That's right, season two. Absolutely incredible what happened within season one. The people that reached out, everything that happened as it happened, you know, just God really doing his work all around. And I thank him so much for that. In fact, uh, I'm going to start things off just a little bit differently. I'm going to go ahead and pray in. Um, Basically, what that means is you go to work, you punch into a time card. So I'm going to go ahead and pray in here. We're going to start this off. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for putting breath in our lungs. Thank you so much for being who you are. Lord, thank you for being consistent in such an inconsistent world. And Lord, we cry out for you in this time, Lord. There is so much lawlessness and faithlessness and and just chaos going around, but we know who is in charge at the end of the day, Lord. So thank you so much for being here for us, Lord, and and giving us the ability to see you in everything, each and every day. Lord, we pray for the victims of of all the violence and and, and the looting and, and everything that's going on that is literally destroying people's lives, Lord. And we pray that in this time that you reveal yourself to those people that you come as that shining beacon and then they see you and that they turn their lives to you and they see that everything can be rebuilt through you. They can start over on a solid foundation and no longer be sinking in the sand, Lord, that they can build themselves up from the rock, the rock that you are. In Jesus' name. All right, you guys, let's go ahead and just kick this right off. So I kind of spoke about this a little bit in season one, but I just kind of want to go into it a little bit more because it is something that has affected me personally time and time again. And once again, Imbalance Podcast Radio was for the one that needs to hear it most. You know, he leaves the 99 to go get the one that needs to hear it most. The prodigal son. We just, we want to see you. We welcome you back with open arms. There's a celebration for every single one of you. And mark my words, Jesus is coming back soon. And I know that I can't wait to see them. I am just a mouthpiece in this ministry. So I want nobody looking at me as anything more than that. So you guys... So many people have reached out to me and I've had I've dealt with this struggle time and time again about where they're at right now. Now, that in and of itself is is a very big thing to sit and have to brew over is 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 being because it always brings you back almost to a negative stance. You know, and I've talked about the attitude of gratitude. We're not going to go into that so much as the fact that we, we need to come to a realization. That realization being, maybe there's a purpose for this. In fact, I can tell you right now, point blank, and I'm talking to you in your earphones, through your stereo speakers, through through your car radio, wherever you're listening to this, whatever platform and whatever avenue, whatever medium you're listening to this on, I'm just talking to you directly. You are the one that needs to hear it most, so listen to my words here. There's a reason why we are where we're at. 
there's a reason for the path that it took to get us to where we're at. And there might have been pain. In fact, there probably was because without pain, there is no growth. Let me tell you that again. Without pain, there is no growth. And the only way I'm able to say this, and I'm telling you guys this from a very transparent place, which I always do, is that I go through this all the time. I am never going to come onto a podcast episode and try to talk to you guys something about something and try to bring a message to you that I have not directly dealt with myself. You know, me and my brother, Jeff Leon, the other day, we had, uh, actually yesterday, we had a Facebook Live event called Across All Color Lines. And the whole purpose for that was to come together as both a white man and a black man. And we came together in, in a respectful way, in a loving way, in a, converse, in a conversation where no one was attacking each other where we were showing that it was possible to be from different walks of life completely and still come to an understanding and still have the ability to love each other enough to hear each other's opinions and hear each other's complaints and hear each other's hearts. Now, is there anybody in your life that you might butt heads with? You probably do it time and time again, and you probably don't even really have to think of the name. It probably just pops up right away. There's some kind of discord, whether it's family, a friend, or someone you don't even know that you just keep in running into. I know the answer to that. It's yes, everybody has the person in their life that they argue with, that they clash with. But what did the argument start with? And at the end of the argument, was anything really accomplished? I have had many of those arguments where you go in and you're heated. It's heated throughout the whole thing. Nothing but friction. And it's not the kind of fire that you start and then you Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and dance in the flames. It's the kind of fire that burns so deep within the pit of your stomach because you want to be right so badly. Because you know you're right. They know they're right. So there is no looking from their perspective. You're not going to put yourself into their shoes because you're not opening your heart enough Now, let me stop you there. Notice how I did not say opening your mind. It's not about opening your mind. It's about opening your heart. And much like on Across All Colored Lines with my buddy the other day, with my brother, we talked about everything coming down to a heart issue. If somebody has a disagreement with you, it comes down to a heart issue. Your ideals and your ethics and your morals come down to a heart check. You need to check your heart at the door. If you're going to come into a conversation and really make 
anything happen out of that conversation where you can leave that and say, yes, I love that person. Yes, I respect that person. But if you are going into the conversation heated and your words and your actions are not backing themselves, if your words are saying one thing, your actions are saying another, guess what that makes you? Guess what that makes me? It makes us hypocrites. Yeah, I said it. I am a hypocrite all the time. I get in conversations, I argue, and I say one thing and then I leave and then my life says another. Not only does that show hypocrisy, it shows lukewarm Christianity. Now in the Bible it says, if you're lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, he'll spit you out. You're either on fire, cold, but if you stay in that lukewarm position, there's nothing to work with. And that is where the biggest heart check comes into play, you guys. I cannot tell you how many times that I was in ministry and was lukewarm. Yeah, that's right. I said it. I was in ministry claiming I was not only following Christ, but that I was speaking for him and my life was doing something completely different. And I'm not going to say I don't have my lukewarm moments today. I know you do as well. And this is not me coming at you and saying, oh, look what you did. Oh, but first of all, if you feel convicted, that right there is the Holy Spirit saying, okay, here's something we can work with. If you're feeling condemned through the words that I'm saying right now, that is not the Holy Spirit. That is not Christ. That is Satan twisting my words to get a foothold on you so you can either A, sit and brew on what you're dealing with until you get angry or immediately fire off and be mad at me or whoever the mouthpiece is at that moment. It's very important to remember in this day and age and in every single day, I mentioned this in season one too, so pay attention. It's very important to realize that the circumstance you're in right now does not define who you are tomorrow. What defines who you are is your reaction to the circumstance that you're going through right now. And the greatest thing is that every day is new. Every day is a clean slate. Now, does that mean you can just go off and do whatever you want? Absolutely not. There come the, there, there she blows. I turned into a pirate. Let's go on. Let's rewind. Anyway, <laughs> there goes with the heart check again. You need to check your heart. I need to check my heart because the heart is the very most deceitful thing in our life. When you are going into any given situation, let's go from a relational perspective, okay? You're in a relationship or, or the very first meeting of somebody and they give you those 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 heart palpitations or, or you feel like your heart skips a beat. Let me stop you there. It might be arrhythmia. Get checked out. Just kidding. Moving on. Um, 
But there's different types that go in there. There's different levels that go into that. So you might feel that it's in your heart, that yearning or whatever, but it's really nothing more than a chemical reaction. It's dopamine. You're doped up. You're high. Feels great. But that's not real. It's not real at all. Now, you guys, what you need to understand, the reason why I went into that in the first place is that your heart, the reason why your heart is so deceitful is because it's malleable. Because because it is it is so easily manipulated into believing what you allow to come out of your mouth. And a lot of people will will blame their heart for getting them into bad situations like oh that person had my heart and oh my heart is broken because of this and 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 oh, or you'll blame other people's hearts be like they don't have a heart their heart is cold well if we're going to talk from a physiological perspective every living breathing human being does have a heart but not every living being human being captures those thoughts captures the thoughts that poison their heart it's so important to realize that everything that we've went through has been for a purpose even if it has been painful because like I said in the beginning without pain there is no growth growing pains when you grow up when you have those growth spurts you know your legs hurt your knees hurt your everything hurts My son's going through that right now. Same thing in life. If anything is going to happen that produces any kind of fruit, there's likely going to be some pain that's attached to it. And it actually made you stronger. And I'm talking to you again. Directly to you. And you know who you are. Your strength came from your reaction to the circumstances that you went through. Now, let me bring up something. I had a Facebook Live with a brother of mine, Buck Hogel. It was last month, I want to say. And... One of the things that we talked about that is really important to really get in your head as well is that there is a there is a, a saying that everybody says it, mostly Christian people say it, are people that claim they are Christians and they say, God will not give you more than you can handle. God will not allow you to break. I'm here to tell you that that is not the case. Because if you're in, let's liken this to a building. If you're in a building that's tattered, 
and the foundation is giving out and you're up in that building and you can feel it swaying even with just the lightest of winds, the lightest of storms, the next storm that comes through with any kind of heavy wind or even tornadic, the next storm that comes through is going to completely crumble you all the way down to the foundation. But if your foundation is weak, then what does it matter the strength of everything above the foundation? Everything above the foundation is then superficial. Let me say that again. If your foundation is weak, if it's cracked, if it's giving out, and the only thing you're focused on is the superficial surface level, then when the lightest wind blows, when the next storm comes, and you're not focused on the one that made the storm, you're focused on the storm itself, everything is gonna crumble right in that moment, down to the foundation. But let me ask you this. What if instead of waiting for the storm, we allowed ourselves to realize where the weaknesses were? Not where, are. Where the weaknesses are. Then we can start to focus on what we need to do to make that structurally sound. It always starts at the foundation. Even if it means that we have to knock down the surface level of everything. Because that superficial strength will not get you anywhere once that storm hits. So what I want you to do is take a second, take a breath, and think right now. What in your life is on the surface that you're fighting so very hard for that you're not seeing any results for? Like on the surface level in that building, are there holes in the sheetrock? Are you running to Menards? You putting your little mask on so you can get in the door? Are you going to get the stuff to fix that and then you're just patching the wall only to realize that it doesn't make the wall any stronger? Because once you put the paint over it, you know where that was. You know where that defect was. Yet we cover it up. Is it fixed? Maybe to the unseen eye, maybe, maybe, maybe to everybody else, like this really looks good. But when you look at that and you know what was there, I think you see where I'm getting here. So whatever you thought of right in that moment, right now, whatever is superficial in your life that you're working on in this moment and you're not seeing any result, it is very much because you let go of focusing on the foundation of everything. It is very much that when the wind starts to blow that you start to focus on the storm. So you think of everything that maybe you can fix at the surface level. Because 
let me be very clear. When that building falls and it crumbles and you have to start over, it's going to hurt. But if we focus on the foundation right now, and the foundation, if you haven't picked up on it right now yet, is Christ, is the rock in which he built the church. The foundation is you, it's me, because we are reflections of Christ. So Christ is the cornerstone, he is the foundation. So can we go down and find what's wrong with the foundation and then everything else will be taken care of from there. Because once you are on a solid foundation, once you know where to focus, once you see where he takes you, then and only then can you start building on top of that. I'm going to say it again. Once you have solidified your foundation, once you have turned your focus to the one that made the foundation, to the one that made the storm. Because we look at storms as a bad thing, but in all actuality, that storm was meant to come and rock you, to shift your focus. As fast as the winds change, to shift your focus. Because if you're focused on the storm, you're not focused on the one that created it. If you're focused on the torrential downpour that's going on in your life, you're not going to focus that underneath it all, your foundation is flooding and it's rotting and it's going to give out. But if we work at the very bottom level, if we focus on what God needs us to do, and if we stop focusing negatively on everything that's going on, we can realize that it was all for a purpose. Everything that we have been through from the time that we were born until now, regardless of it, if it, what it was, and let me take a second right now to tell you, if you're hurting right now, I'm sorry. If somebody's done something to you, I'm sorry. And as much as I would like to sit here and tell you I have an answer for you as to exactly why it happened, I cannot tell you exactly why it happened. The only thing that I can say to you is that God has it covered. He's going to bring us over the hills and the valleys. He's going to bring us to the very foundation and he's going to shake us to our core. And I am so excited to tell you that you can find joy in that moment. There are times that I have screamed at God and just like, what are you doing? What do you want from me? I cannot go on. And you know what? If you take the time to stop screaming, and to be still, you'll realize that he will whisper in your ear, I'm right here. And you are absolutely correct. 
you cannot do this. But I can. Did you hear what I said? He says, you cannot do this. But I can. I'm sorry that person hurt you. I'm sorry those people hurt you. I'm sorry that congregation hurt you. You know one of the singest, you know one of, singest is single biggest. It's a new word. It's going to catch on. You know one of the single biggest causes of atheism is? It's Christians. It's people that walk around that proclaim Christ and their polished image through their mouths to everybody around them. But then when they think nobody's looking, they deny his very existence with the lives that they live. I am just as guilty about this. I would never sit here and scream at somebody to shape up if I hadn't been through it myself. I have to check myself every single day, you guys. I have to check my heart every single day. And I sin every single day. Do you really think anybody would would want to even associate with any of us if they were to see a list of our sins just laid out right in front of them? Absolutely not. But you want to know the victory in this. Is that Christ died. The blood poured over the list that God looked at and would had the opportunity to judge us. And he threw all of that judgment through the nails and through the beatings and through the mockings and through the throne, the crown of thorns. He took the 39 lashes so none of us had to bear one. Based on historical figures and and what I've heard about what cattails are and what he was actually whipped with, there's absolutely no way I could have survived more than one of those lashes. So realize if you're in a spot right now in your life where you feel like you're stuck, where you feel like there's nowhere to go, That if you look up, you're at the foundation. Now look around. You see those cracks? You see those those little areas in the foundation that look like they're about to give up? Why don't you let them? 
I know that was a runaround way of saying it, and back to what it, what this whole thing was originally started from was that the saying that God will not give us more than we can handle, the saying that God will not allow us to break, but at the foundation of it all, what if the purpose was us to realize that if we break, that he will build such a solid foundation in our lives. If we focus on him, he will build such a solid foundation that everything above that that foundation that was superficial is no longer superficial. Because when you focus on the one that made the foundation, you then focus on the one that makes every single level after that. And that is a strength that is unmatched. That is something to be proud of. Because the cracks and everything that you went through before prepared you to get where you are today. So if right now you feel like you're at a point in your life where you just want to give up, brother, sister, friend, let me tell you, there's so much more. So, so much more to this life. I need you here. There is a purpose for you. You are the one that needs to hear this most. So allow yourself to break. Allow yourself to experience what God has for you by building yourself from the ground up. By focusing on the creator, not the creation. By focusing on the one who makes the storm, not the storm itself. By focusing on the fact that there is nothing you can do in your own strength. Let him be the strength in your weakness. All you have to do is say the word. All you have to do is let go of your white knuckled grip on your life and say, I can't do this on my own. It is a conscious and simple decision to let Christ reign. Because then instead of focusing on that torrential downpour and focusing on all of that water flooding and slipping through the cracks of the foundation, your foundation is solid. There is no flood. There is no rotting. And then you can go out and you can dance in that rain. You can go out and you can give thanks realizing in that moment that you are stronger than you have ever been 
and you are absolutely going to mess up. You are absolutely going to backslide. But at the end of the day, you're worth it. You're the reason. He died for you. And why do you think that was? Because he knew your worth. He knew your purpose. And he knew at the end of every day that when you were ready to turn around and see that even though you took a thousand, a hundred thousand steps away from him, that he was following in stride with open arms saying, come home, I'm right here. You guys, every single day, you'll have a new challenge. And a lot of people will turn and be like, wow, why is Satan attacking me? Don't give Satan too much credit. I learned this from a brother of mine. He's actually a, a mentor of mine that we cannot give Satan the credit. Every time I would go to his house, I would be like, man, Satan's been attacking me. And he'd stop me in my tracks and been like, okay, why are you giving him the credit? Why are you giving him the authority and the power by speaking it, saying that was him. What if the challenge placed in front of you was actually God? Now, just picture this. If we stop speaking out loud that Satan is producing all of these roadblocks and start realizing that if we give the praise to God for the challenge that we're in, that our strength will be something like no one has ever seen before. And then when they come up to you and they're like, with everything that you've gone through, how are you still standing so tall? How are you still looking up? How are you not completely crumbled? And you can tell them because I know the one that built the foundation. Because I know the one that made the storm. Because I know the reason why I'm in the storm is because he sees my worth. So it doesn't matter what anybody says to you. It doesn't matter what any other human says to you about what they think that you're worth, about what they think that you're doing wrong. The only opinion that matters, and it's not an opinion, the only truth 
that matters, the only truth that you should allow to root is the truth that you are blessed and highly favored. The truth that you are the head and not the tail. The truth that you are more than a conqueror and the truth that you have never been a victim. You are the victor. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been In Balance Podcast Radio, Season 2, Episode 1. I love every single one of you. God bless and have an amazing day.